0: Coming up on Transformers University, an evil meteor, beasts in G1, and two characters back from the dead. It's all right now. We talk headmasters on Transformers University. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode 113 of Transformers University, I am your host, Anthony Bricalli, owner, operator, madman behind TFU.info, the website, the Toy Archive, this podcast, TFU News and Views podcast, and oh, so much more. And I want to welcome you back to Transformers University. Um, Before we get into the topic of the show, we're finally heading back to Japan
1: Japan.
0: after a brief layover in the UK. Do you just want to let you know, uh, if you aren't part of the Patreon, um, that you yeah, not that you're missing out, but I do post there uh, fairly regularly. But um, I've also posted it on Twitter, and if you haven't checked the website in a while, now's a good time to do so. So, uh, if you're if you've been keeping up with me on Patreon, I've been in the process, a multi-year process of updating the design for tfu.info for the toy archive there and, it, and it's um, been a bit of a lengthy process, but I did just recently finish uh, the 2006 entries for the archive. So there's lots of cool stuff in 2006. Uh, it's right before the movie, right before the first Bay film. So it's the last bits of Unicron trilogy. It's the uh, little bit of classics in there and titanium and uh, tactics and all sorts of uh bits of different transformers lines so uh, if you swing by to tfu.info the the link to the 2006 index is right on the uh, right hand side of the page and uh, go check it out and i'm presently working very hard on 2007 uh, as well as prepping for podcasts and doing all sorts of other things so please do check it out and if you're not a part of the patreon patreon patreon.com slash TFUINfo that's patreon.com/tfu info uh, as little as a dollar a month gets you into the patreon gets you in at the freshman level and there's a lot of fun content there. I'm trying to make sure that uh, I connect with my patreon students uh, as much as I can uh, and a lot more than I used to. And um, I'm gonna be reworking those goals, uh, those patreon rewards uh, pretty soon. so so those uh, those offerings are going to change. So uh, if you're interested in in what's there now, now's your chance to get in on them before I I change them around a little bit. Now, today's episode, let's get into it. We're going to talk the Headmasters cartoon, which we did way back in uh, episode 107. So not that long ago, but uh, uh, far enough back because it's been a while since I have recorded that episode uh, that you may not remember too much about the Headmasters episode. So what we do what i do when i'm covering these headmasters episodes i will cover uh both the the subtitled version uh as available from shout factory on their dvds uh to kind of talk about the original intent of the japanese audio and we'll have some fun listening to uh the dubbed version from omni productions uh which tends to be let's say i don't want to say it's bad because it's um it's bad (laughs) (laughs) But it's that kind of bad that comes back to being good. Uh, So it's certainly entertaining. And we're going to cover another three episodes here. We're going to talk about episodes three, four, and five. So let's get right into it. Episode four, the subtitled version calls it uh, Operation Autobot Deployers. The dubbed version calls it the Resurrected Billy Against the Decepticons. And uh, this one starts on the planet Jar, uh where uh, Soundwave is rebuilt into Soundblaster. Now, Soundwave and Blaster both killed in the previous episode, uh, not dead for long. And with that, uh, the cassettes are happy, and we get this classic line from the Omni Productions dub.
1: Galvatron has reused some of Soundwave's parts. Along with some other new parts, and has reconstructed another Soundwave and renamed him New Soundwave.
0: That's right. (laughs) The Omni Productions folks didn't call him Soundblaster. They decided to call him New Soundwave. And also from from the dub, uh, Ratbat, very happy that Soundwave or New Soundwave is back.
1: Welcome back. You finally come back to life.
0: He is finally back to life as if it was an inevitability. You're finally alive again. It's 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 a wonder that these people were native uh English speakers, it really was, <laughs> because some of the language and word choices are just horrendous. Soundblast's first mission from Galvatron is to test uh his new uh weapon of the week and that is the mad machine which is a little like you know, cockroach beetle thing uh, that uh, he is sending to Earth. On Earth, uh, Trypticon is sent to attack Metroplex, and they're both about to fight, and they do, until the Mad Machine arrives and attacks Metroplex and wins the battle for the Decepticons. Uh, Trypticon and the Mad Machine then flee, and Galvatron is happy with his field test, but the Autobots are puzzled. Rodimus deduces that they will use uh, the Mad Machine on Vector Sigma, And the headmasters, they want to attack now, but Rodimus has a plan. He turns to the Autobot cassettes, who are sad. Rodimus Farm has a mission for them, and the cassettes decline. Uh, They are too upset over the death of Blaster to really want to do anything. Rodimus and his team over at the exposition base, as I like to call it, uh, head over to the room where the cassettes and Daniel are hanging out, and Daniel's listening to the mixtape that Blaster gave him last episode. Now, the sub mentions music, but uh, the dub, they don't mention it as music. They call it this.
1: Oh, look, Commander, this is the video on Billy.
0: And so Daniel's not listening to music. He's watching the video of the flashback, and um, here is where we see a video flashback of the episode right before it kind of reminds me of the uh, Clerks the Animated Series where the second episode was the clip show and the whole first block of the show was flashbacks to the first episode and half of the second block of the show was flashbacks to the beginning of the second episode (laughs) before they started flashing back to things that were just made up. Uh, Brilliant, brilliant cartoon, six episodes. If you ever get a chance to watch it, check it out. But Rodimus Prime has good news.
1: Danny, and all of you, listen. Billy is finally coming back to us. Huh? Is it true?
0: Of course it's true. So Billy, Billy's coming back. But not as you think of him.
1: Billy's come back to life. His first mission is to collect all information on the magnetic bug. He's renamed Blaster.
0: So in Japan, he's named Twincast. But for some reason, the dub decides that Billy will return his blaster instead of having called him... Blaster from the beginning, and then calling him TwinCast. TwinCast and the cassettes, uh, they, (laughs) so, you know, actually, to recap, Soundwave in the dub is called Soundwave. It's brought back as SoundBlaster, but is called New Soundwave in the dub. Blaster in the dub is called Billy, and is brought back as Blaster, even though he should be TwinCast. Got it? Cool. Twincaster and the cassettes. They set out to attack Tripticon on Earth. They encounter the Combaticons, but Superiorion arrives as backup. Twincast and the cassettes then break inside of Tripticon, and the Mad Machine arrives on Cybertron with the Decepticon headmasters. The Autobot headmasters attack the Mad Machine. They get some help from the Throttlebots. Uh, the Throttlebots lose, and then the Throttlebots then also get attacked by the headmaster Decepticons. Meanwhile. Twincast and the cassettes enter the command center, and Twincast then finds out about Sound Blaster on Chaar and his control of the Mad Machine because Sound Blaster is the one controlling this little cockroach thing. Twincast decides he is the one to stop Sound Blaster and heads to the Space Bridge. And guarding the bridge are the constructive cons who have mouths like construction workers. Twincast blasts the Constructicons out of his way and heads to Char on Cybertron. The fight rages on and no one can stop the mad machine until Twincast invades the Char base and the cassettes they fight. And, uh, there's a cool shot here where, uh, Twincast releases his cassettes, uh, Steeljaw is written by Rewind, and Ramhorn is written by Eject. I actually tweeted it out on my Twitter account, at TFU underscore info, a few days ago. And uh, it's been making the rounds. (laughs) I really didn't expect it to be uh, that popular. But uh, uh, over 300 of you have liked it so far, so uh, keep up the good work, I guess. Now TwinCast, he finds SoundBlaster, and the two begin to Posture. Uh, and Trincast figures out what he needs to do.
1: Blaster has already discovered the wave to control a magnetic bug is originating from Soundwave's chest area, the Sonic Control.
0: He shoots Soundblaster in the chest uh, to open his chest compartment and then shoots uh, what flies out, and that is the Sonic device. And then he decides, he's going to peace out.
1: My job is done. See ya.
0: With the Mad Machine now inactive on Cybertron, the Autobots destroy it and the Decepticons flee. Back at Autobot Exposition Base, Daniel is going to need to take a diversity, equity, and inclusion training
1: sometime in the future. Here I am. I'm back. Billy! Billy! My name's now Blaster. Don't you call me Billy anymore. Huh? All right, Blaster, but I still prefer Billy. And
0: that is episode four of The Headmasters. You know, that one is um pretty infamous for the the dub for the translation and for new sound wave uh, but uh, you know overall as a story uh, it's pretty pretty neat tale um, I, it bothers me a little that they came back so quickly from dying I feel like that episode needs to be punted down the line just a little bit uh, beyond episode four uh, when they die in episode three but uh then again the theme song and the theme music has twin cast uh animated in the uh open so if you're wondering who he is you're like wow that blue guy looks a lot like blaster uh at least they didn't wait too long to to reveal him hey want to help out this podcast or the website tfu.info There's a number of ways you can do it. Let me tell you how. You can help us directly by joining our Patreon and enrolling as a student at Transformers University. There, you'll get early access to the podcast as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes peaks and perks for as little as $1 a month. Sign up is quick and easy. Just swing on by to www.patreon.com slash tfuinfo. Another way you can help us is by using our Amazon link, www.tfu.info slash Amazon. Type that into your browser whenever you want to shop at Amazon and a portion of what you spend will be contributed back to us. It's that easy. Finally, you don't become the world's longest running transforming toy archive without some help from other fans. We're always on the hunt for photos of figures and accessories we're missing from our pages. If you'd like to contribute, Go to tfu.info slash help for a list of what we need or send an email to info at tfu.info. tfu.info, the Alpha Trion and Omega Prime of Transforming Toys. Now, back to the show. Now, episode five, uh, the actual translation of the title plus the uh, the subs uh, listing of the title are both accurate in calling it Rebellion on Planet Beast. The dub... Calls it revolt on planet pisto. Yes, pisto. Um, Not sure where they got pisto from. Uh, Translated, uh, it is um, the Italian word for sting, like uh, to have been to to, uh, sting someone, like a wasp would sting a person. Uh, It is uh, Spanish for ratatouille, and uh, it is Guatemalan slang for cash. Um, I think they just translated the sound of the word beast (laughs) from the Japanese into, eh, it sounds like they're saying Pisto, we're going to go with Pisto. So uh, that is planet Pisto. And it starts with the headmaster autobots patrolling space. Space! And they have a disturbance in their armory, and they find out that it's uh, Daniel and Wheelie stowing away. Something on the radar uh, appears, and it's two beings flying through space Space. in exosuits, uh, just like you would have seen uh, in Transformers the movie. And they may look kind of familiar to Western audiences.
1: Battle beasts. that's
0: right they are battle beasts and if you didn't know before battle beasts uh, known as beast formers in japan uh were part of the transformers line for a little bit and we will actually discuss that in in an upcoming episode real soon but the Autobots arrive on this beast planet to help promote <laughs> the beast Formers toys. And we find out that these two folks are survivors of the beast planet, and uh, they ask for the Autobots' help against the Decepticons who invaded their planet. The two beasts we see are Hedgehog, who was sold in the US as Prickly Porcupine, and Rabbit Kid, who was sold in the US and North America as Hair Raising Rabbit. So Fortress, he reports what's going on to Rodimus Prime at Exposition Base.
1: What? Did you say the Decepticons have invaded Planet Pisto and taken the Pistonians as slaves? They're ordering the Pistonians to work in the underground factories. No one is spared, sir. They must be idiots. I wonder why they invaded Pisto. What is it they want from them? And
0: then we learn about the history of the Beast Planet.
1: This is Planet Pisto. The people here have always been famous for their bravery and courage. always lived a peaceful life up until the arrival of the Decepticons. They invaded this planet for its natural resources and minerals. Even worse, some Pistonian soldiers have defected and got together with Galvatron and his force to lock away its people in the underground factories. Some Pistonians have fought back, and they're now advancing on the enemy's base.
0: And I got to say, there's some really cool beast former animation uh, for a toy line that didn't get more than that one commercial um, the, and the animation of those Battle Beasts in that commercial. And if you heard it just a minute ago, um, you clearly hear Michael Bell's voice as one of the, uh, the Battle Beasts. Um, I can't really peg the other two, but I'm sure they are G1 voice actors. So getting a, a, look, a few more pieces of animation for, for those character models is pretty neat. Uh, on the Beast Planet, we meet White Leo, who was sold uh, in uh, North America as Pirate Lion, and he is saddened by the mounting losses of his people because he is the leader of the resistance, or as the dub might call him.
1: The Pistonian soldiers are being killed in their hundreds. The chief commander of the resistance force, Sheep, is saddened.
0: So White Leo, he discusses uh, some strategy with Big Cerro and uh, Golder, who were sold in the US as Deerstalker and Ferocious Tiger, respectively. The Autobot headmasters arrive on Planet Beast with Wheelie and Daniel uh, and there is an evil beast uh, spying on them. Uh, his name is Snakebomb, uh, sold on North America as Triple Threat Snake. He reports back to Alligatron, who reports back to Galvatron on Cybertron, or as the dub calls Alligatron, Snake.
1: Ugh. Oh.
0: Clearly, the Omni Productions folks don't know what animals are. Uh, they call the lion sheep. They call the alligator snake. For accompanying fields and dubbing, words are not their strong point. Galvatron, he readies the Decepticons and calls in Cyclonus and Scourge.
1: Get into strike position now. Yes, we're ready, sir. Should I try and lure Rotomus Prime out first? What a good idea that is. You're just mind your own business. Oh,
0: Galvatron just as crazy in Japanese as you are in English, we find out uh, through a little more exposition which of the beast formers are on which side.
1: Is that right? You mean all the Reptile Regiment, Marine Regiment, and the amphibian forces have all turned traitor and are all under the Decepticons' command? I'm afraid so, sir. Other than the ones you see here, everybody else has been captured and is laboring in the underground factories.
0: Except that (laughs) uh, we have... Bats among the bad guys, and bats are mammals. Otherwise, the rest of that really does pan out. Uh, We find out about an underground factory that the Decepticons are using the Beast Formers to uh, work in and cut away to Wheelie and Daniel, who meet a baby monkey, of course, uh, who needs his parents rescued. Because Daniel's not annoying enough with Wheelie. Let's (laughs) Let's give him a baby monkey. And the three, they set out on a rescue mission and immediately get captured. Rodham's Prime, he arrives with the Monster Bots, which is a, I mean, for three characters that have never gotten there in any sort of characterization or, or um, animation or really even comic book appearances uh, in the West, in North America, uh, really cool to see uh, Double Cross, Repugnus, and Grotesque uh, animated. So they arrive, the Headmaster Autobots are on patrol and see Daniel and Wheelie uh, by the swamp being marched around as prisoners. And the Headmaster Autobots go to free them. Uh, But the Headmaster Decepticons arrive and everyone fights. Uh, I shouldn't say that all the Headmaster Autobots go right away. So what happens is um, is that Chromedome and Hardhead rush in to try to rescue them. Uh, Brainstorm and Highbrow lay back. And then after the Decepticons uh, start to fight them, we see a neat gimmick for the first time in Transformers animation. And that is that Brainstorm and Highbrow swap heads with... Chrome Dome and Hardhead uh, and remain so for the rest of the episode. Uh, but they do so while the, the other two are being basically put in headlocks. And so the bodies drop out from underneath and the new bodies slide in. Um, it's, it's a little strange of a way to, to make an entrance, but it's so they could swap power so that the stronger Autobots can uh, maneuver themselves into position and defeat the Decepticons. We also find out that under the swamp is a secret entrance into the temple where the Decepticons are are holding uh, base and keeping all of their enslaved beast formers. Uh, But the swamp is filled with metal-eating fish. White Leo, he whips out his phone. He calls Platinum Tiger, who was sold in uh, North America as Saber Sword Tiger, who uh, the Omni Productions call Soldier Bear. Um, Again, um, many folks do not know what a tiger and a bear look like, uh, and they f- need to find a way to drain the swamp. Uh, Rodham's Prime then arrives, and the headmasters attack the base. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, the, the headmaster autobots still have the mismatched heads. Uh, they use the starship, the Fortress Maximus ship, that we haven't seen turn into a robot uh, as of yet, um, to um, siphon out the swamp and uh, suck it up through a big fan and uh so that takes care of all the fish floating around there uh Galvatron the Decepticons arrive and Rodimus and Galvatron uh fight and they're fist fighting rolling on the ground Cyclonus like, he has a big rock and a plan
1: hey don't move around so much will you hey can't tell which one of you is Rodimus Prime. just stay steady guys okay this is the time you're dead meat oh what happened
0: That's right, Cyclonus hit Galvatron with the rock instead of Rodimus. Uh, Underground, Wheelie and Daniel and their little monkey friend free all the enslaved Beastformers, and they run into the Monsterbots and flee. Uh, The Autobots up on the ground, above ground, uh, force the Decepticons to retreat, and White Leo and company are victorious. Underneath the base, the Autobots had found some plans uh, for a Decepticon weapon that they were working on using the Beastformers to mine or manufacture parts and they reveal that it is a big weapon Uh, and this is a nice touch here because uh, this is clearly something they're going to revisit later on Uh, what could a big weapon be what would be the big thing that's not in any of these episodes so far I think you can figure it out but uh, it's a nice touch to uh, have this kind of easter egg and foreshadowing of an ongoing story we found out the Monsterbots are going to remain on Planet Beast to uh, guard their friends. And the Omni
1: production still doesn't
0: know they are animals.
1: What were the Decepticons making in the underground factories? What the Autobots just found was only a part of the Decepticon's scheme. Perhaps there's more clues hidden in the factory. Don't give up Sheep Commander. Don't give up Rodimus Prime.
0: Now, in addition to this being a, a great promo for battle beasts and for beast formers as a lot. This episode actually has, um, some legs in some more recent lines in that, uh, a number of the Titan master figures from Titans return, uh, on the Japanese side, uh, were named after and uh, in general of the sculpted after, uh, some of these beast former characters. So white Leo, um, Leave uh Platinum Tiger and I want to say uh, actually or Ferocious Tiger and Deerstalker uh, all got figures released as part of uh, Legends, which is the, the Japanese line that this was in, but as part of the Titans Return equivalent in Japan and their U.S. side versions um, those figures are most certainly sculpted and uh, to some extent colored after the Battle Beast figures. And with that We are moving on to episode six and notebook number four. If you didn't know that, um, I do handwrite all my notes for the episodes uh, and keep them on a notebook. Uh, And this is the fourth notebook we've gone through uh, in 113 episodes. Plus, I keep a separate one for news and views. So That'll take us to episode six of Transformers Headmasters. Uh, the actual title and the subtitle title are uh, both accurate in calling it The Approach of the Demon Meteorite, or as the Omni Productions version calls it.
1: The Evil Meteor!
0: And this starts with the aerobots on a ship in space. Space! And they get nearly hit by a meteorite before the meteorite zaps them. Ultra Magnus and Jazz, uh, they see this, and they send out the Technobots to go on a rescue mission. On Chaar, we find out that Galvatron has sent the meteorite to crash into Athenia and Exposition Base. The Throttlebots, they get attacked by Cyclonus and the Terracons on Earth and do not get a chance to go on their rescue mission. Uh, so the Headmasters, the Autobot Headmasters, are, are in space and try to shoot down the meteorite. On Earth, the Decepticon Headmasters, along with Galvatron, Scourge, and the Sweeps, uh, fight the Throttlebots and defeat them. Galvatron and Scourge join uh, the other fight, uh, and the Autobot Headmasters uh, join the fight on Earth as well. Uh, Computron and and Abominus uh, form their combined forms, and the Throttlebots, uh, who were only faking that they were hurt, uh, take an Autobot ship into space. Space! Fight the meteorite. Uh, they end up getting too close to the meteorite and get zapped Uh, back at exposition base uh, the Autobot leadership determines that the uh, meteorite affects metal so they have an idea
1: well there is one solution as long as we can turn off its communication network we'll be okay if that's the case we can't let the Transformers do it because they're metallic what do you think (sighs) Cup you're absolutely right but I can't think of an alternative solution it's just too bad that Sparkle hasn't recovered from his previous injury. We still got Danny. He can go. No, I'll pass. Why don't you ask Lieutenant Melissa of the Earth Defense Force to do it? This is too urgent. We can't waste time trying to locate them, you know. But I don't even know how. Don't worry about it, Danny. I'm not going to let you do anything that will put your life at risk. Are you sure? Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. But listen, Danny. Oh, this is our last shot. If we don't do it now, we'll all die. You'll be the only one left here. What are you going to do then? Have you thought about that, huh?
0: So I guess Daniel's kind of voluntold uh, to take the job. And he uh, doesn't really want to and runs to his dad, who's still recovering from his injuries from a couple episodes ago. Uh, We've got about two days until impact of the meteorite. And Spike says that he will go despite being injured, despite being slow. And Wheelie offers to help.
1: Sparkle, I'll come with you, all right? Maybe I'll be able to give you a hand. You are a robot transformer. You can't come, it's no use. You'll only get killed.
0: And with that, Daniel does not want to see his dad or his best friend get hurt and decides to go instead. The fight on Earth continues, and the Autobot headmasters are called back to Cybertron. The headmasters take Daniel and Wheelie off to the meteorite, and Galvatron and the Decepticon headmasters following close behind. Not in a ship, but flying in space. Space! On their own. Daniel, he's uh, he's nervous. Uh, he does not want to go down to the meteorite. Uh, as the headmasters uh, fight off Galvatron and company. Fortress decides he's going to find a way to convince Daniel not to be scared. By making funny faces. Then, Fortress, he outlines that plan.
1: Listen. When the spaceship gets over the top of the meter, right, Danny will jump off. That's too dangerous, sir. I don't think that's a good idea. Just relax. Danny can do it. I know he can. Wheelie, you tell him that. Who? Me? That's right. Say, go, Danny. You can do it.
0: All right. Well, there's the plan. And by the way, Fortress. (laughs) Uh, Fortress is the Japanese name for Cerebro. So if uh, you don't remember that from a few episodes back, no worries. That's why we're here. Daniel, Danny, jumps onto the meteorite as the ship gets zapped and uh, finds the controls underneath the surface, turns off the zapping lasers, sets his bombs, jumps off, and blows up the meteor. Everyone is happy as they return to exposition base. And the narrator, he's got opinions.
1: The weak little Danny, in order to help his injured father, tried his best and completed his mission. The people in Sydney will never ever forget what he's done.
0: And you know this episode, not really much on uh, on story. It's the brave little Daniel, the little Daniel that could, right? It's 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 about him finding his courage. Not much to move the further story arc along. Um, it's kind of forgettable overall, despite um, maybe some of the silly dub stuff and, uh, and and you know and Spike just being overly tough in the dub. Not one that you need to see, but, uh, no, you know, not, not worth watching either. It's some cool animation. Uh, it's cool seeing the throttle bots actually, uh, running around doing things, but overall, you know, these are a bunch of, uh, fun stories uh, having never really watched headmasters, uh, with a serious eye, um, only having watched parts of the dub and, and really for the comedy of how bad the dub is, you know, the, the, the meteorite episode aside, cause I think that's forgettable. Uh, the beast forms episode is tremendously good. Um, there's a lot of world building. I love when transformers go to other planets. Um, and I, I, I love the incorporation of these, these beast formers into the series, um, and seeing the, the monster bots animated and in action. And to the first episode where, you know, the first episode we covered here, where we meet sound blaster and, and twin cast for the first time. And, you know, if you've been watching the Netflix war for Cybertron series, a sound blaster shows up in that sound blaster shows up pretty much regularly from now on throughout transformers history, uh, because he's an easy repaint of Soundwave. Um, but twin cast, uh, at least in toy form has shown up a number of times as well. So overall, I'd say, uh, out of the three episodes, two totally worth watching episodes four and five episode six, you can skip, but, um, not necessarily, uh, a, a, a must skip either. It's, it's, It's 30 minutes of your time, then eh, not bad to be doing maybe some other things uh, while while listening along. And since you're listening to this, we'll be right back after this. Thanks for listening to the show. Stick around to hear what's coming up next episode. But first, I want to fill you in on a few ways you can stay in touch with the show. Want to be on the show? Leave us a voicemail at 702-763-4838. That's 702-POD for T-F-U. Or send an email to info at tfu.info. Be sure to catch us on Twitter at T-F-U underscore info and on Facebook and Instagram under the username T-F-U-Info. All one word. Also please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Info where we post all of our podcasts plus special video segments, reviews, and live coverage of Transformers-related events such as New York Toy Fair and New York Comic Con. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.tfu.info, the world's longest-running transforming toy archive. And that will wrap up another episode of transformers university next time on the show haven't guessed it already we are talking battle beasts beast really but we'll talk both uh, for the most part because it's it's a separate tone line in the u.s that comes out a year later or in 1988 uh, it's part of 1987 in japan so we'll kind of encompass it all into one episode right here in, in the 1987 portion of Transformers University and that's going to come up in episode 114 we'll talk about a whole bunch of cool toys which we haven't done in a while so until then once again I am your host Anthony Bercali owner operator Madman at tfu.info
1: see ya